the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Impeachment. China trade war. A little bit of inflation. Attack on the oil fields in Saudi Arabia. What's going to be the story of the year? We're starting to get towards that end of the year. It's that wonderful season we all find so pleasing. Christmas time. The thing that I like about the end of the year is all the predictions that come out for the next year. Now, let me give you some perspective. I take it a little bit slower at Christmas and Thanksgiving, right? And that's when all these shows come out, like the plays of the year. I love those shows. I like lists. 72 days until Christmas, and I could already imagine myself sitting around a fireplace. Uh, stuffed. Thinking about 2020. 2020 is going to be interesting. With what's happening in Syria, will there be any backlash on the president for pulling American troops the sidelines so that Turkey can go in and do what Russia wants Turkey to do in Syria. It happened kind of fast. Republicans and Democrats are mad. Will there be any ramifications? Like, I would always think if you're going to come down with a list of 2020 events, we got the election. We still have Russia and Putin and Trump buddies. We always will have oil as an issue. I guess until we don't, right? But it's going to be a big time to start thinking about you know, some of the ramifications. What if the Democrats get Congress back? Dun, dun, dun. What if, and then that's the problem is you start dealing with ifs and buts. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, oh, what a party we'd have. I don't work with the world of predictions. And typically what I do is every year, right when the predictions start coming out, I'll pull up that guy from last year and tell you how he did. Um, usually it's a little bit disappointing. There's a guy named Byron Ween who does predictions every year on Wall Street. And some of them are nuttier than others. And he, he even goes as far as to not call them predictions, but he refers to them as surprises. For 2019, and he did this at the end of 2018... He said the weakening world economy encourages the Federal Reserve to stop raising the federal funds rate during the year. Inflation remains subdued and the 10-year Treasury stays below 3.5%. Not only did the t- not only is that all true, but he's actually kind of crazy on it because the Treasury nowhere near 3.5%, closer to 1.5%. Number two on his list was partly because of no further rate increases by the Federal Reserve and more attractive valuations as a result of the market decline at the end of 2018, the S&P 500 gains 15% for the year. Okay, 
he's actually right on that one so far. We're between 15 and 20%. We still have a couple months to go. But he's right. Number three, traditional drivers of GDP growth, capital spending, and housing make only modest gains in 2019. The expansion continues, however, because of consumer and government spending. A recession seems unlikely until 2021. Seems fair when there's three months left in the year to say that there's no big recession. Now, are any of these like major like blowout kind of predictions or surprises? Not really. Here's one that I can see where he's going to make a, a mistake. The better tone in the financial markets discourages precious metal investors as their discouraged gold drops to 1000 dollars an ounce as the equity markets of the United States and elsewhere improve. Well, the equity markets around the world didn't really improve, and gold didn't drop to 1000 In fact, it's been um, high, 1600 to the point where you were like, that's a flight to safety. So he's been wrong. So one out of four. That's not bad. The profit outlook for emerging market brightens and investor interest intensifies because the price-to-earnings ratio is attractive compared to developed markets and historical levels. So far, not a lot of money going into the emerging markets. He was wrong on that one. China Shanghai composite rises 25% wrong. The Brazil equity market also comes to life under the country's new conservative leadership wrong. So now his predictions are three out of five. Number six, March 29th comes and goes and there's no Brexit deal. Parliament fails to approve one. And Theresa May arguing that a change in leadership won't help the situation remains in office. A second referendum is held and the UK votes to remain. Not even close. So, Theresa May is long gone. Long live Boris Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now three out of six. I guess he did say no Brexit deal. So maybe you see how you can go like three and a half out of five and a half. Like, oof. He goes, the dollar stabilizes year end and stays there throughout the year. Because of concern about the economy, the Federal Reserve stops shrinking its balance sheet, which is interpreted negatively by currency traders. Dollar's been strong. Mueller investigation results in indictments against members of the Trump organization's closest president, but the evidence doesn't support any direct action against Trump himself. I guess that's right. Congress, however, with a Democratic majority, gets more done than expected. Particularly on trade policy, progress is made in preserving important parts of the Affordable Care Act and immigration policy. Hmm... Trade policy not taken over by the Democrats in any way, shape, or form, or Congress. Progress made in preserving parts of the Affordable Care Act. I think there have been some of those. So you kind of see how picking predictions is kind of almost a silly game. Number 10 on this list was growth stocks continue to provide leadership in the U.S. equity market. Tech and biotech do well as a result of continued strong earnings. Value stocks other than energy-related businesses disappoint because of the slowing economy. That's kind of true. That's Byron Ween, and if you just Google Byron Ween predictions, you'll see that everyone has predictions. Some years he's much closer than others to being right on. Just a guy who's been around, and like I said, people at the end of the year, they tend to like those kind of lists. It's easy to lay on the couch and get fatter. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Uh, Netflix still not getting a lot of love. I see one analyst cutting his price target by another $50 on the stock. Essentially being wrong for a long period of time, now lowering the expectations. Hmm. Number one habit self-made millionaires share. 
tends to be the most overlooked. What do you think it is? Hmm. Hmm. What do you think it is? The ultra-rich got together and they shared some of their secrets. Sometimes they exercise regularly, maintain a healthy diet, save 10% or more of their incomes, read books, manage their time wisely. What is it? It's oddly enough, it's about being positive. They want you to have a positive... I'm not saying they want you. It's just the rich people have talked and they say, I've had a mental positive outlook. It's the opposite of downers. I bring a lot of upbeat people to the table. Gratitude. People who appreciate what they have. Encouraging attitude. To see how positive thinking helps. Loyalty. Being trustworthy, responsible, reliable. Authenticity. Huh. Nurturing rich relationships with being positive. Networking is super important. It's probably the one thing that I wish I could go back in my 20s and redo. I didn't network terribly well. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black. You're not. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't be shy. Big seminars coming up right around the corner. You'll hear commercials for them. You can always sign up for them at newfocusfinancial.com. Get some downloadables while you're there. Take a break. Be right back. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Fortnite had a season-ending event yesterday. I don't know if I should play into this hype or not, but I guess I'm going to. Fortnite's gone dark. The most popular video game in the world, which w- should lose its popularity soon due to new games coming out and new consoles coming out next year. Um, but man, just like that, it's gone dark. Fortnite's gone dark. You can't play the game. They've gone through 10 seasons. Typically, a season lasts about three months. And um, the game was getting a little stale. Players were asking for a new map whole thing got sucked into a black hole. The whole game got sucked into a black hole. Now, this is kind of awesome. They had over 6 million plus people watching yesterday to see what's going to happen with season 11, and there's no, there's no answer. It'll come back. We all know that. Um, there's too many eyeballs. 200 million plus in the United States. 6 million people watching it. what's going to happen at the end of the season of a video game. That's not bad. ABC, NBC, CBS would kill for those numbers. On a Saturday, uh, Sunday at 11 a.m. Now, I bring this up because the video games are an investment. Millennials and how they spend money and time are worth studying because of the investment currency that comes out of their cash flow lifestyles. I still believe baby boomers have an investment angle, taking money out of the stock market. That's not good. At some point in time, maybe selling some homes. Hasn't happened really yet. I still like the boomers on like the pharmaceutical push and the healthcare push in the United States. I think we've all heard the stories recently about how much healthcare costs are going up this year, just like they went up last year, just like they went up the year before, just like they went up the year before that. 
And even though I see some doctors getting richer, I don't see the whole complex getting as rich as the cost going up. So that money's going somewhere. But back to video games, because I, you know, talking about millennials and talking about boomers, sure, that's a thing, no doubt about it. But uh, Activision Blizzard had a difficult week last week, but due to the Hong Kong protests, some gamers vowed to boycott the company's titles. It was kind of interesting. They had a, a gamer who was connected to one of their games basically say something political against China about Hong Kong. It wasn't all that dramatic. You know, it wasn't like he said, we need to cut off the heads of all the Chinese leaders. No, no, that that, that would be dramatic. But Activision um, kind of learned, you know, don't mess with China. China instantly stared down Activision and Activision blinked. Same thing happened in the NBA last week. And when it happened to the NBA, when it happened to Activision, I'm like, maybe I'll boycott Call of Duty. Maybe I won't get it. Maybe I'll, I'll say, screw you guys. You can't send that message to your employees. You can't. You can't quiet the man. Keep in mind, I know very, very little about what's happening on made in China. But then Apple got dragged into it. And I was like, ooh, no, no. Let's not criticize China. Let them do whatever they want. The almighty dollars involved here. Don't don't mess with the Chinese government. Apple closed an all-time high on Friday, and I was like, kind of happy that it did that little prayer not to freak out. Now, China will pass. The Hong Kong issue shall pass. And then we're going to be looking at the calendar, and we're going to go, ah, oh, it's an election year. It's an election year that also is a console year, the PlayStation 5. And the new Xbox will be launched for the 2020 holidays. Microsoft's next project is called Project Scarlet. How great would it be if they had a console named Scarlet Johansson? The ScarJo. It's going to arrive sometime in the 2020 holidays. Neither of these companies would let the other one have the launch for themselves. It's not how it happens in the war of nuclear machines. You gotta build up, build up, build up, and then kinda agree not to build up for a couple of years. Take two interactive should be a winner. Console refreshes happen every five to eight years, driving back big stock returns for companies like Activision, Take Two Interactive, Electronic Arts, all publicly traded. They all beat the broad stock market by 26 percentage points on average in the 12 months preceding the consoles that came out in 2000, 2005, 2013. That's stunning. Jeffrey's analyst said, it's positive headline noise. If you're a gamer, you drop $400, $500 on a console, what are you going to do? Let it sit there and, and look good? No. You're going to use even more of your discretionary dollars to buy video games. Now, this is going to be interesting because there's a lot of cannibalization going on right now. You see how Netflix is getting cannibalized by other media streaming plays? Same thing's happening in video games. Google Stadia, Apple Arcade. They're going after the traditional console business. The demand for blockbuster big-budget games has ne never been stronger. 
that Red Dead Redemption 2 has announced that it's going to be released on the PC with better graphics. I'm like, ooh, better graphics. And you can pre-order now for an October or November release. But of course, if you spend more money, you get the October release $20 sooner. $20 buys you one month sooner. Okay, okay. Now, streaming services are going to struggle to match the kind of experience that companies like Project Scarlet, Microsoft's, can do with speed, performance, and power, and the amount of immersion that they can put in the world, but streaming may be pretty cheap. Apple Arcade seems to be catching an audience for its smaller budget artsy games. You just can't say it's the next, you know, Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto on the Apple. It's just, that's not what they're trying to do. Activision Blizzard's 2019 releases could do better than expected because of demand. 81% of teens say they intend to buy the next Xbox or PlayStation. 81% of teens. Now, I got to go to my resident teen, essentially my producer who's eight years past being a teen, but doesn't matter. Um... Are females, are they part of that 81% buying video games? Activision, Take-Two, Electronic Arts. I like out of all those, Activision and Take-Two. Electronic Arts is a little bit too reliant on licensed sports properties. And when you do that, you have to pay the NFL, the NBA. You have to pay those guys. Royalty payments. So in terms of... Intellectual content, I, I like Activision and Take-Two the most. Especially since Take-Two, you know they got a new uh, Grand Theft Auto game coming out next year. And you know it's going to be controversial. So they can get some politician's wife to say horrible things about video games. So you know they can get teenagers to go out and run buy that video game that said politician's wife hates. I'm Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Anything you ever want to talk about, we can talk about. Sometimes the headlines that I see, I take a look at and I'm like, you know, I I think I better go in a different direction. (laughs) There's something about a video of inside the White House of an actor who's dressed like Trump going around and hurting and assaulting journalists and political adversaries. I'm like, I'm just going to say, let's hold off on, on doing any research on that one. Let's 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 brush up on what's happening on Wall Street first and come back that one to see see if that one's still there. Pretty brutal. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Uh, I was talking a little bit about Fortnite and how they have 250 million people worldwide playing a game and how they went black at the end of the season and typically the next season starts two or three days after the first season ends, and then something like that. There's kind of like a normalcy to it. So there's this big in-game live event, and how many people you get to watch that, like the Marshmallow concert, 
which was in live, was it helps set metrics for advertising. Uh, Facebook has done a pretty nice job of saying, okay, we don't know what an online person is worth in the world of advertising. But we're willing to give those advertisers more money. No, we're willing to give them more data if they give us more money. And at one point in time, Facebook charged almost nothing for an ad. And advertising companies were like, well, we don't really know anything about, is this working or not? And it's very slowly but surely they've been pulling together. Epic Games, who makes Fortnite, has done a pretty nice job in the last year of doing what in-game tie-ins. Now, I'll play Fortnite with my kids. Um, I try to stay as active as I can with them. Whether it's watching, you know, all the Pixar films and their babies to watching the superhero movies as they're getting older. Um, I'll play with them for sure. And, uh... Yesterday was kind of interesting because you kind of want to make sure that you're in the game for the in-game event. Otherwise, the server sometimes will lock you out and you're like, oh, no, I'm missing it. But that's what we have YouTube for now. And that's what we have Twitch TV for. So switching on Twitch TV, you could see what's referred to as an influencer. And I'm fascinated by this. I'm up to my eyeballs in, in fascination with the whole influencers. Um, and again, just you start piecing together little pieces here and there, and you're like, yeah, that guy Tyler Ninja Blevins, he's been on Jimmy Kimmel playing video games, and he's got blue hair, and whoa, he's making $6 million plus a year? That's like, when I was a kid, you wanted to make $6 million plus a year because you that you'd be a movie star. The movie star, the professor, and... I want everyone wanted to be the movie star. Now the movie star has been replaced by the influencer. Lori Lachlan's daughter, she didn't really want to go to college. Her mom didn't really have to buy her way into jail. uh, Because she was an influencer. Real, real good looking, genetically pleasing DNA young lady who could put a camera in front of her and say, this is my favorite eyeliner. And I've never seen Lori Lachlan's podcast or video cast or YouTube stream, but just studying up on influencers. I've got a family member who, um, she's not related by blood, so I, I could be mean here. She's freakishly tall. Like, she's like, hur, 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 I'm going to eat a little hobbit today. Um, and she's on the bigger bone side. So she's actually drawn some comparisons to some really top-notch uh, plus-size Models. Um, so she went to Berkeley for a few years, and I could kind of see the trajectory of she was kind of flirting with the idea of getting into communications and television. Big, tall woman. Big, tall woman. Like, think um, the blonde, tall woman from the Star Wars movies and from the Game of Thrones. Big, 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 tall. And, but, like, when she was at Berkeley, I was like, hey, why don't you come over to the TV station, Cron? Like, you can, you know, probably intern for someone. She never really did it. So I was like, she's not really all that serious. So anyway, over the weekend on her Instagram account, I saw that she's now trying to become an influencer. And uh, her mom were put on makeup. And let's just, she's teaching her mom how to use different types of makeup. And she doesn't do a bad job with the whole presentation. But it's pretty awful compared to the, the people who do it really well. 
So oftentimes in radio and television, I'll work with some really, really bright people. And every now and then a young person will come through. It's like, oh, I got a degree from Northwestern. And I'm like, why did you get a degree from Northwestern? You want to work in TV? That's like, you're never going to pay that off unless you become the king of TV, which there's not very many positions called king of TV. Because when you are the king of TV, you tend to like it and you tend to keep it. But a lot of these younger people, I'm like, man, you should learn to video edit because like I've got a family member who thinks she's going to be an influencer and she's going to pay money. And her father is going to pay for it. And her father is this kind of like plastic surgeon, which is fantastic when you're talking about Beverly Hills. Um, every cliche here, every cliche here goes. So my family member's mother has big plump lips and she's all, she's had the big surgery and, I just don't think that ever looks that great. I know you're saying you don't know the ones that look that great because they don't look like great. And maybe you're right. But so my family has been trying to be an influencer and it's going to fail miserably. And uh, I don't know. And sometimes I'll get some of these younger people and I go, hmm. Hmm. what's on their mind? She graduated Berkeley two years ago and she still hasn't got a job because she doesn't want to practice adulting. And that gets into that whole cliche of millennials, right? Now, she comes from a very wealthy father. And uh, she'll be fine, is my assumption. As long as he doesn't get a divorce and remarry someone younger who ends up taking all of their money based on him dying. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you get an estate plan and a trust. So there's a YouTube creator named Brooke Mikio. And I probably say her name incorrectly. But she's got 200,000 subscribers on YouTube. She just quit her day job. And she's, fo- she's going all in on being an influencer. Uh, people in her family were wondering if she was wasting her college degree from the University of Georgia. And she left her job in sales to ultimately focus on her YouTube channel, podcast, and Instagram page. That's kind of a ballsy move, right? I remember when I was on the East Coast and I was like, you know... I'm doing this national radio show. I'm like, there's 60 plus markets. I'd, I'd, I'd go to Houston. I'm like, man, I like Houston. The people are so friendly, but it's so hot. I'd go to Iowa and I'm like, whoa, this is really flat land. And everyone looks like they're cousins. Like, whoa. And then I'd go to Portland. I'm like, I like Portland. They've got good beer. They've got pretty tasty food, but too cold. Too much rain. And I came to Silicon Valley. I just fell in love. I'm like, I got to go there. That was my big move. Um, I gave up a national radio show so I could focus regionally. Which I think I did the right thing. But who knows? With 200,000 subscribers on YouTube, podcast, and a popular Instagram page, I'm not 22, but I could see myself saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set up the, the Money Advisor channel on YouTube. I don't want to anymore. Um... So there's something there about trying to figure out being a influencer. Her channel that she continued doing while she was in college and filming videos in her dorm uh, started as a podcast called Gals on the Go. And I guess that's where all the creative thinking is happening at this point in time. Um, just throwing that out there for you. I can't imagine that uh, being 20 years old again and thinking influencer 
could be my job title, but I guess it could, but not for me. It's for other people at this point, right? From conception, filming, editing, and promoting, YouTube creators do it all. So you got to get really good with metadata and with tags. But earning money online, you're starting to see more and more people do it. There's even a management company called Slash MGMT that helps people secure brand sponsorships and other business opportunities. So the old Hollywood agent is also being replaced with, well, the whole Hollywood agent who had a Hollywood star now is being replaced by an influential influencer star. And I kind of get it. There's guides to how to make money on YouTube channels. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to come back to one more thing. So I was watching uh, Twitch TV yesterday with my kid, and we're watching this event. He's playing the event at the same time. So it's literally the two-screen experience, right? But, you know, we saw ads on Twitch TV. So I think that's just genius. I, I, I like what's happening there, and I hope you see it. Amazon's now offering free Prime one day shipping on items that cost as little as a dollar. Do we really need that? I don't know. There should be a filter that you uh, that Amazon puts on anything you buy. Like, do you really need us? I need makeup from time to time. I hate buying makeup. I hate going into a makeup store. I hate the whole process. If I go in by myself into a, like a store like Mac, I feel odd. Uh, so I'll order it online. I'm like, that's four dollars. I have nothing else I want to package that with. Or do I? Do I really need that? That's, that's my thought. Anyhow, and anyway, that'll be a service down the road. Do you really need that? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. I've been in love with love. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. The back half of the week has more interesting news than the front half of the week. As we start getting into earnings seasons, the next two and a half, three weeks are going to be driven by a lot of caffeine in my world. CBO says House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's drug pricing plan would save Medicare $345 billion over a decade. Wow. Sounds like a good idea, right? fascinating because something just tells me I don't even want to dig into that. Save Medicare $345 billion over 10 years, according to the Congressional Budget Office. The savings wouldn't begin until 2023, assuming the bill gets passed by both House and Senate, signed by Donald Trump before the end of the year. It is an area where both Republicans and Democrats have kind of agreed that we've got to bring the cost down in health care. Medicare has to negotiate lower prices on as many as 250 of the most expensive drugs per year to get bigger discounts to kind of keep that whole insurance. I don't want to use the word racket, but if you've never really dug deep into your insurance, you've never really experienced your insurance. What is out of network? What is copay? What is in network? What is out of pocket? What is coinsurance? Most Americans can tell you what the difference between copay and coinsurance is. So Pelosi being on to a good idea. Will it ever see the light of day? I don't know. Obviously, the big pharmaceuticals, the Merck's, the Pfizer's, uh, would have some lobbying dollars involved, I would imagine. 
Jim and I, man, was a massive flop. And Joker scored, a, and Joker laid a neg. No, Joker did great. But Jim and I, man, was a flop. And I, I, it makes me wonder. Will Smith's done, right? He hasn't been good since. Was he ever good? That's honestly, I'll be honest with you. I know you're saying, please don't. That's a Hollywood royalty family I could do without. I know you're saying you're mean, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mean. I just don't know if I need him and his whole family everywhere in the media. After having the biggest opening weekend for the month last weekend, Joker brought in another $55 million. That's a 43% drop. Now, is a 43% drop good or bad? It's actually considered good, especially for October. Joker was made for about 50 to 60, 50 to 55 million. Another 5 to 10 million was put into marketing. It's about 60 million. So far, Joker has a global cum of over 540 million. This for Time Warner. It's actually for Warner Brothers for Time Warner for AT&T. That's not bad. Gemini Man across town pulled in 30 million in its no excuse me uh, 20 million 20.5 million uh, the Adams family actually did more in its second weekend than Jim and I did in its first whoa um, not even coming close in to, it's going to be a massive flop so as far as how much they're going to end up losing on that $20 million for a movie that cost over... Gemini Man pulled in $20 million and it cost... How much did it cost? Oh, I don't have that. Oh, $100... Nope. I don't have it. That's what I have right now. A little Frankenstein for you. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Canopy growth is downgraded. I bring that up because the Canadian marijuana story stocks, canopy growth should be kind of the best grower story. But as I've said numerous times on the show, it, I've got some weeds in my yard, not marijuana, but I got some weeds and it's tough to get them under. Crabgrass is tough. It just likes to grow. So same thing with marijuana. It just, it's not the toughest thing to grow. It's so the competition. It's going to be a little bit more difficult. And a lot of companies like the alcohol companies and the cigarette companies were like, we got to get in on this as fast as we can because our business is struggling. And they saw growth in marijuana. And so far, it just hasn't really been in earnings and revenues for sure. Constellation brands, they were aggressive. So when they picked up uh, investment in canopy growth, with that said, I think the future is nice for Canopy, um, but as an investment, I'm just not my thing. And I know for like three or four months, it was all the rage on this show. What's going to be the next big uh, marijuana stock? There's one called Tilray that is tied towards uh, biotechs, but it's just not my thing. So... 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, 
Do you remember World War II? Remember the good old days of Adolf Hitler and the sieges and the French beaches? Um, after the war, there was a lot of partying and happiness because the war was so depressing and discouraging. And when we party and we're happy, we tend to make babies. And there was something called a baby boom. Now there's thought to be a baby boomlet that's getting ready to happen, that's happening ultimately. The millennial baby boom is coming. And when we have babies, what do we do? We shop for them. U.S. US births fell to a 32-year low last year. And in the end, a lot of people truly believe that a biological clock is ticking and that we will eventually get to, I want my baby. Um, So there's ways to play it. Um, Children's Place, ticker symbol PLCE. No, not my play. Bed Bath & Beyond, ticker symbol BBY. They're still struggling. But if they could name a CEO who could take advantage of this baby boomlet... Could be interesting. Um, I don't know. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.